Welcome back to another episode of Funk This Ship. I am Ladalia. And I'm Kari. And today we're here to talk about separation anxiety. Do you suffer from that? What, what, what is separation anxiety? Well, since you're asking me, I'm going to tell you. Separation anxiety to me, it happens when... If, like, um, somebody's going to leave me or go on a trip mm-hmm. or I have to say goodbye, mm-hmm. I think that comes from an upbringing, you know, being Latina, Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. as you don't know already. But when, I don't know about you, but when we used to go to the airport and they used to have to say goodbye, right. everybody's crying. Mm. I'm like, oh, God, somebody's going to die? So all my life, my upbringing has been seeing a lot of emotions but the most i i you know i have the one i have clearest in my head is that when i used to arrive to the airport my arm would be all teary-eyed oh but how big she got and then when i was leaving it was crying again so i get a lot of anxiety when it's time to say goodbye Oh, because people were crying. Yeah. People crying used to make you nervous. Yes, it gets me very nervous. So you giving it to everyone else now. Thank you. (laughs) I don't, you know, and also I think it's a form of thinking that that person's never going to come back. Really? Yes. Mm. I suffer from similar, but it's not for people. Um, It's it's for animals? No, it's not for animals at all. No, don't get me wrong. I am a mother of a snake and fish and a cat and babies. I I take them all in. But it is from books or movies. Like, I'm an avid reader. You people don't know that, which you probably don't. And I, like, I love books. Like, books are, like, my life. Like, that's my escape. That's how I get away from the real world, right? So... It has always been your thing? Always been. Since I was a little girl. I started reading at three, by the way. Wow, you're like a genius. You're like Doogie House. I actually do go to house and get not to toot my own horn, toot, toot. That's why you're on my team. (laughs) Because I get the smart um, people. I think I I leveled out somewhere in fifth grade when I started thinking about boys. But anyway, doesn't matter. The point is... So I, anytime I had something traumatic or I go through a lot of stress, like I can sit down and read a book and there could be light outside and I will look up and the book will be finished and it'll be dark and I haven't moved and I felt like I was someplace else. It's, it's a crazy, so when I have a good book and I have so many good books that I read, I kind of at the end, when I'm getting close to the end, first off, I'm like reading through it real quick. So I'll probably get through half the book, like in a half an hour because I'm a psycho and then like right when I hit the middle like I started to panic a little bit not I mean not enough where I'm like debilitated and I can't go like to work or anything but I'm like okay I gotta put this down because if I don't put this down it's gonna be over and I don't want this to be over so it's like a form for you a book is like a form of meditation like it's an escape it's like a yeah I feel like I'm the girl that's going in there like I feel like I know the people like seriously no that's awesome I I only felt like that I laugh not at you I'm laughing with you in the sense that I felt that way with the only book is um well Sweet Valley High when I was growing up like I wanted to be like those teenagers that you know went to high school wore the like the varsity jackets and stuff but then when I got older it was um the only book that did that for me was Fifty Shades of Grey or really? three. Oh, that was a good book. I read those Yeah, two. I know. I Ooh. sat one yeah. Saturday here for five hours and finished the whole book. Yeah. And I was in a totally different space. So I could, I, I totally get what you're saying. Okay. I mean, 
I like the I, it's just Fifty Shades of Grey I did like I get it I get it for Fifty Shades of Grey but it started getting like redundant but I still went through it because you know I was waiting for the sexy parts I like the sex yeah, part that yeah. was my favorite I even bought it for my mother in Spanish really so yeah. she like it she was in the hospital she was reading it and I was like why did you put it down like I see it on the night table and I'm like you, did you read the book did you finish she was like yeah um, halfway but they talk a lot about sex I was like I know <laughs> she was like you like that and I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, she goes, you know, he does like some scary stuff to her, but it's in Spanish, so I can't even imagine what it must have yeah, come across. You know, sometimes true. the word is, I was like, yeah, but it was like the love and the romance. No, no me gusta eso. Oh. I don't like that. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I did. <laughs> I was like, I read all three, honey. <laughs> and I loved it. And it just, uh, I like we said in the past, like fifth, Mr. Gray, Fucked it up for all the guys out there. Because yeah, I, say, I don't. Okay, so I like the whole okay helicopter ride and being romantical, and I kind of want like somebody that's a little like, you know, tofe and like jealous and yeah, okay. A little, but, not a lot. Um, he he was a little crazy. I don't know if I want the like 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 the spanking on the vagina to make somebody finish. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like those things. For some people, that needs to take place. Really? Yeah. It's okay. something about but like You ever heard of Pat really? the Puss? Really? No. <laughs> you never heard of Pat the Puss? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm learning today. You know, you have well, play. there's a girl called Erica Kane. And then we'll get back to the anxiety part because I got anxiety when it Erica, no, Erica Kane, no, no, oh. the new Erica Kane, she's from the Housewives oh, of Beverly Hills. You lost me already. Yeah, and she, girl, she is married to like a lawyer that has a lot of money, well known in Beverly Hills. He's like 70 years old and she's only like 40. Okay. But she has a body and everything is glamorous. She go walks around, you know, she travels with a glam squad, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, wow, she has it. a son that says... Pat the puss. Really? <laughs> so the joke on Andy Cohen all the time is when you hear that word and it's like Pat the puss when she's on, uh -huh. it's like because it's part of her song, and that's a sexual pleasure thing for, her. for women, okay. not for all. Okay. When I mean I can't I get can't. explicit about it because. Like, I, 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 I haven't experienced that, so who knows? Some people like being spanked in the ass. It gives them an arousal. Okay, I get Some that. People, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Some people really like back in. their okay. nipples being like, oh, God. A <laughs> like, bit, bit okay. pull, whatever. Okay. Not for everybody. Right. And then, yeah, some people like it through the back door. I mean, everybody's okay. different, okay. so... Patting the puss does some excitement, you know? Like hitting it, though? I don't know. I think you, you're not, you like, all right. pat, all right. So anyway, that yeah. book, like, let's rewind. Okay. When but it like, was ending, it gave me. Tools, like, I don't know. No, like, everybody, listen, some people use animals and, huh. and toys no, and. Animals. No animals, no not for you, but there's some okay. people that use toys. Some people <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but. I feel that some people could use, you know, I mean, okay. it, it entices a situation. But when I was reading that book, it brought me back to a different level sexually uh -huh. because he did, you know, he did the whole tying up and, and reading 
and watching the movie was two different things. Yeah, I like the book. Yeah, and, and I would never think, I think the, the vocabulary in it really got you stimulated to think and your brain to go into right. different... But that's with most books. To be yeah. honest with you, I love most of the books. Like, sometimes when I see a book that I've read on TV, I'm kind of... I like to watch it because I want to see if my mind is better than mm-hmm. the movie, which 99.9% of the time is. There's a very few cases, maybe in Twilight, that I didn't picture the the, the fighting as much. But anyway, um, it's just better. Like it's just well written. It gives you a longer time to kind of imagine it. Yeah, I think it's the timing. That's why you go through the pages. And when right. it was honestly, when it was coming to an end, I kept looking like how I kept counting like, oh my god, yeah. twenty more, yeah. ten more. And then I was like, God, I want this to end. So I, it was a whole Saturday. I never forget. I started like noon and I think I finished about three or four o'clock. But I kept stopping a little bit to like drink water, do something to yeah. make it last. But I wanted to go back to it because I didn't want that. That was such a good story. I didn't want it to end. Right. But I'm getting like that with a lot of things. Like yeah, I think my anxiety is kicked up a lot. Like now whenever like I was watching you, why are you? Oh my god, I love I that. I didn't want it to end. I watched yeah. the whole thing, dude. Like Did I watched YouTube. Yeah. Oh my god. All of it. It yes. is crazy. And I, I don't want it. it to end. I think I want you as a boyfriend. Sorry, Harry. But yeah. Okay. So he's a little psycho, but yes. that's okay. Um, and then it's not coming back to 2021. Now it takes me a little bit to kind of get the anxiety down. Like, okay, what am I going to watch? So I start lining up the next thing, like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I watched the whole thing in like a weekend and I was like pacing myself because I'll stay till three o'clock watching it. And then I'm like, damn, it's over. Like, can you hurry up and catch up to the thing? So anxiety, you know, separation anxiety comes in different forms. different forms, yeah. Because I'm one that, you know, I'm old school. I I like to not say that I have any of this. It's like, ah, anxiety, please. You know, back in my day. Oh, you sound like my dad. That mierda, please. You know, you get a little nervous, but you want to call this something. Now you need medicine. You ah, please. It's just okay. Relax. Just breathe. It's going to be all right. I come from that. And that's because... I've never really experienced anxiety to its fullest form. So when I say separation anxiety, like I get a little like I'm upset and I'm angry, but it's not like I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with myself? I'll just fill it up with something else because I'm good at finding something else. I'm I'm way too good at goodbyes. But well, goodbyes, goodbyes is harder. Like I, I always try to think, to be honest. I mean, my guys from Cali, my my grandmother, I mean, my my aunt in Puerto Rico, I the night before I'm like nervous and I'm like, Oh God, we're going to start crying. I don't want to cry. I don't want to get this. My heart has to be, I don't sleep. It's really bad to say, I don't like to say goodbye. Even like, it just bothers me because I just feel like, when am I going to see you again? Remember, these are long distance people, even though we talk on the phone. So what I do to help myself with that is that I pretend like, I don't really like when they do that. I don't like when they do that. Like I start, to build something up to prevent them from you to prevent really me from them? like this I find something that's like oh that's annoying in my head and right. it's just to make me strong enough right. to not cry at the airport uh-huh. it could be the way they coughed and I'd just be like guys thank god I'm gonna see that person again for a long time mm-hmm. and but in my head it's only a way of me not feeling for that 
that's that's lately and i and then i'm like at the airport still like <laughs> i thank you for everything and it's just sad because i wish you know like the p i cry for people i care about if i didn't care about them i wouldn't you know but my aunt now when she comes i start like oh god then she's gonna leave it's so happy when they get here then when they leave it makes me sad really yeah we are so different that's why we're here because <laughs> right. you're the yin and the yang I'm, I'm i'm kind of excited for the preparation of it all and then once the person is there i'm just like oh my god i can't wait to get my house Really? Like, yeah, so oh. and then I feel like I'm just so busy and I just want to sleep and I just I just it's too much. It's just too much. And then when they leave, I'm kinda sad, but I'm not anxious. It'll be yeah, okay. I, I my really? dad has, has stayed with me for three I think it was like he was with me for three weeks. And no point through that time do you think like I Bobby, please go home, like stop me. I do. Oh, I do oh. after week like five after week fifth the fifth day. I get a little bit like, cause you know my dad, I love him, but he swears he could cook, and then he's on the like, eat only carrots and potatoes and red potatoes, and eat that for a week, and you'll see you're gonna lose weight and your eye vision gets better and blah. And I'm like, well, what the hell am I gonna eat? Fucking carrots and potatoes? Well, first of all, that's a lot of carbs in the potatoes. And then the thing he was this doctor, he YouTubes things, he researches yeah, a lot. Yeah, but you know what? Nine times out of nine times out of ten, he's actually yeah, he knows you what know he's talking about. he told me don't take blood pressure when I had Dr. my Reyes. He knows what he's talking Dr. about. Dr. Reyes, we call him in the house. He doesn't have <laughs> without the PhD. Yeah. And I tell him, what was it? We call I talk to him every week. He'll all right, Dalia, this is what you have to do. The doctor said you have high blood pressure, listen. You take a garlic every morning and you eat it. Have you tried? No. Why? Who's going to eat? I did when I cooked it. But every single day to eat a garlic, my, my pores, it comes out your pores. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't going to do I'm that. And I think part of me just doesn't want one. to un listen to him. Because <laughs> okay. I can it's now. Rebellious. Rebellious. Yes. Don't tell me what to do. I'm yes. a grown woman. And then I see it on the news. It's like, did you know that, you know, it's... The scientist has figured out that garlic brings back, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, he well, told I me that. This garlic. Yeah, I was like, mm. wow. But when he's here with me, a lot of it is, and this is why again I'm in therapy most of the time is because my dad still sees me, and I know most people go through this, but I'm 47 years old. Mm -hmm. You have to respect me as a woman, and you know my therapist says it. Isn't that in your culture already that the men really don't kind of like listen to the woman. Mm. And I said it is sort of, but I am one that I'm going to change that. Right. So when I speak to my dad, whether it be about the stock market, what I know about and things like that, right. he'll tell me like, no, Italia, that's not the way. Let me tell you what happens is. Okay. And if he says it, it sounds better. And I'm like sitting there saying, I just said like, it's like one and one is two. No, 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 Italia, this is what happens. When one and two get together, it equals two. I mean, one and one equals two, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, um, I just said that. I don't know. And okay. it, that drives me up the wall. Newsflash, he is stuck in his ways and he's never going to change. So That's what my therapist says. Let it go. That's what my therapist says. So, no, but doesn't the therapist make you feel like, why am I always letting things go? When is somebody else going to let, this is why I don't go to therapy telling you we're real different when is somebody else gonna let it go why do i always have to make 
all these concessions for everybody else. Because when you're working with people that are just impossible and you're hurting or you're killing yourself to change them, you might as well just let it go first. Yeah, I feel like that too. Like, you know how they say always be the bigger person? No, fuck that. I don't want to be the bigger person. Yeah. I want to be the, 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 you know, the one that doesn't care. All right, you don't want to talk? I don't want to talk to you either. And, and sometimes I get that Disney, like, the music comes on and I see something like, ah, oh, maybe I should call that person and mm. say sorry. And then that person wasn't even fucking thinking of me. <laughs> like, yeah, I should have so said, fuck you. You know why? Because part of me doesn't want to end up getting old and just not ha being, like, miserable with everybody because I do hold a lot of resentment. I lo I I've cared for a lot of people in my life that have been really fucked up, and I've forgiven them. Right. But at the end, it's like, how about I never forgave them? They would have never looked back. That's what gets me angry. Right. But then at the end of the day, I said I'm the bigger person. But there's some things that I just don't look back. I mean, no, some things I've closed the door completely, I locked it, threw away the key. I no, I, I believe you should let things go. I, I, I'm not saying that I don't believe it. But what I don't like when you go see a therapist or when you talk, because I, I have, I've tried it on different occasions for different things. But it's like a tried thing. Like, let me see if this, nah, I still feel the same way about therapists. That's it. Now, I know you got to see a bunch of them to find the one you like, but... I don't like labels. I don't like you to tell me what you think I should be doing. I kind of more want you to sit there and listen and give me different perspectives. I don't want someone to tell me what to do, and I think that's my biggest problem. But again, we're not talking about therapy. We're talking about separation anxiety. And I find a lot of times I'm usually anxious about separating for inanimate objects or situations like a TV show and a book before a person. People don't really So it's like fantasy, the the yeah. the not realistic things. If like you want the off that right. make me feel better, I feel like or bring me to another space. Not some not a person because I, I think a Personally, in my history, a lot of people, you know, I find people are selfish and people are. Anyway, well, we have the category of you can have separation anxiety from, you know, your kids, right? No. Your dogs mm -hmm. or animals or pets. Like I miss them. Yeah, but I'm not anxious because they're gone. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's that's not it. I I the only time that I can feel anything close to what people explain as anxiety is over inanimate objects not really people like i'm not anxious that somebody's gonna go like i miss them definitely i'll sit there and like think about them and reminisce and then try to distract myself with something else but it's not like i'm like oh my god you're gonna leave now i don't know what to do if you're gonna leave now i'm like all right bye i think you have um your house is full <laughs> you have a lot of people in that take up your space yeah, maybe. You know, maybe like I love when my dad comes and, and I, I am after he leaves, I kind of feel like, oh, my house is back to normal. But it's something about that saying goodbye. It almost I think it's the brain and it's also the upbringing. That's deep seated issues. But you wonder also like, remember, my father's getting older. So right. you wonder like, but my family when also are not very criers. Like oh, not, maybe like, emotional. They're they're not, like, they're not like, yeah, oh, we are. Sad. We're not, we're the opposite. Like, we cry when we're angry. 
Oh, like I cry when I'm angry too. It's it's like a fight. <laughs> like we just had a fight, or mm. we just are like argue with somebody. It's usually over a party when we're together. Oh, and something happens, and we like. But the the fact that like we're crying over. Yeah, no, I've never been a real like it's more out of anger, and then it, and it like snowballs more because I'm now mad at myself that I'm crying. Like now let me take you back when you used to see kind of like weakness. when you used to see your grandmother in Puerto Rico and you know. left. Would you cry when you left? No. Okay. No, because you know I missed her, but I knew I was going to see her again. Like okay. to me, she was like this invincible being that, and I I learned as I got older that she wasn't. That she did get sick, and, and not for nothing, my family hides a lot of things from me. Like, when she was sick early on, they didn't tell me. I didn't find out until she had no hair. And, oh. And yeah, so... And were you how old were you? Um, see, teen. I, okay. I already had my son because I went out there with yeah. him and stuff. So, so she, had, she had cancer. She had cancer. Yeah. And then she went through treatment. And then she, like, didn't come one year. And they really didn't tell me. And then when I got back, her long hair that was down to her waist was gone. That's like my aunt, too. And I was like, what happened to your hair? Because I used to brush her hair. Like, mm. I was a psycho. From my grandmother, yeah. I could tell you that there was something... Definitely, and to this day, to this day, like I could think about her and cry, which okay. is horrible. Which yeah. is like, I but those are emotions. Those are right. part of emotions. But she, she used to. I used to cry more for her when she was here. Once I found out that she was sick. Okay. And she always used to say, like, "Oh, you shed so many tears for me now that I'm alive. That when I pass away, I don't want to see you crying for me because you're done. You did it all." Yeah. And I used to, so when she passed away, I didn't cry. Until I was like 30 and I went back to Puerto Rico. So it was a month. I just couldn't. Yeah, no, we're criers at my house. We're yeah. emotional people and yeah. we're like we, fighters. We're like no. yellers. Oh, we're fighters too. I mean, I have stories, but I feel like when it comes, I think I'm, I'm a real sensitive person. But I'm okay with that because I've come to, I take accountability for that. I'm, I'm okay with feeling like that sometimes I don't like it as much but I when I care I care a lot that's mm -hmm. the problem maybe I should have been more of a bitch no I, I think I like think I wish it. I was a little harder because people take advantage of that there's a, a flip side to that some people people that are genuine will appreciate how you get emotional if you're mm -hmm. saying goodbye to them because it shows true emotion that you care right but there's some people that be like ah i can take her for granted because i make her cry or i'll do this people there's evil people in the world i know but i don't i don't think a lack of tears means that you're i just don't think that everybody expresses the way they're feeling so people some people let it out right some people deal with it a different way right so you know and everybody has their way to deal with grief let's say mm. so so your separation anxiety is like the fantasy reading and like all that those kind of movies yeah it's not like it's not like real things it's like tv and stuff like i really don't get nervous when people i get sad and mm. i may be upset but i don't feel anxious i where i could say that i feel an anxious feeling is if something is going to end for me and it's usually mm. like a book or a TV show. And usually those levels, <clears throat> there's different levels of anxiety and those levels could really get out of control. I don't, you know? I don't think, I can't really say that I know what it, that's the only thing that I could say that I feel anxious about. Like I get nervous. I'm not saying like if I'm going on an interview, I get nervous. Mm -hmm. But like 
anxious. I don't know. There's something broken inside. <laughs> no, because too, um, a lot of people get anxiety and it comes from trauma. Losing somebody, like a death, and right. that could cling on you. Because right. for whatever reason, let's say, for example, you had, and I don't want to get so dormant about it, but it was like somebody who you watched die, mm -hmm. and you're, you know, maybe your parent or your grandmother or your right. child, and mm -hmm. you watched the transformation, and then they, you know, whether they sick for whatever reason, or they got shot, one yeah. of those two, and they, they yeah. pass, that trauma could give you anxiety. Maybe it was the phone call you had, you know, you got in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. You know, why is it that when the phone rings, I don't know for you, but we used to get a phone call, the phone was ringing at four in the morning. Yeah. It was like, what happened? Yeah. What's wrong? Oh, yeah, you know, all, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm pretty sure um, police officers, firemen, like their wives or right. husbands or whatever, they get that phone call. It's like the anxiety comes up. So it all depends on how you control it too. And sometimes some people have to, you have to learn to breathe or, I mean, I've caught anxiety just out of nowhere. And I ha I didn't have trauma. Yeah. But I have it. And it's interesting how I've coped with it over the years. And I try to breathe. I try to meditate. I'm not saying I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll just cry because I need that exhale. Right. But when it comes to the movies and, like, the, the series and stuff like that, yeah. I kind of get, like, a little, but I'm like, why? That's not like, yeah. what's up? So I relieve that part by picking up something else. Oh. But it's just lately. Yeah. The fucking Netflix. <laughs> and Netflix. No, and Netflix gives you all those things all at one time where you can see them. It's not, it's before, you know, some you shows you got to watch. You got to wait oh. and watch. Right. How'd you feel? We'll talk about that later. Of what? How? Oh, um, well, that gave me anxiety a little bit. <laughs> really? Because I knew it was gonna be the sun. Mm -hmm. I knew, but the problem that I did you watch it? You yeah, watched it? Did, okay. Um, I'm too late now. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> yeah. alert. Anyway, I knew it was gonna be the sun, but I didn't get like the whole anxiety of like you stupid. It was come almost like why would you? Put the gun for the boyfriend, that, and then you having sex with him, and the cops. She come was and, stupid. That was so. Not that was the stupidest had twist. She not that was. Done that, everybody would have been fine. Yes, somebody would have lost. A cop would have lost their job. This, that, because the guy is dead. That they were pinning it on, yeah. and she went and volunteered to say, "I want to report well, a she gun." Thought that's though. supposed to be the love of a mother. She thought she was. She didn't know that that was going on behind the scenes. So she thought. If I don't do something, but come on, to be effing the guy. She was screwing bro. you. Not for nothing. Yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> no, we just, that is another anxiety. That's part of the anxiety conversation. <laughs> that releases your anxiety. But let me tell you, as an actress, she just had a baby. Yeah. She was not, you know, her body looks awesome. Yeah. But the last two scenes, sex scenes, she was She's like skin it. on skin. You yeah. think that, how do you fucking deny that? No. Like I want to know. I guess if you bring home a big enough paycheck, skin on no, skin, it is what but it is. they look like they were penetrating. I'm just saying. I, was like, I had to stop at me I was like, that looks like she's wow. getting it you in. Yeah, it's been a minute, so you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, if you must okay. know. Well, no, I, I didn't ask for that information. But no, but you know that was all. that was where I my escape of anxiety <laughs> came in. I watched her, and then I just got mad when the cops busted in, and I'm like, for real, you look like the sex was good, and you twisted it like this, like, like you ding dong. You didn't even finish. Yeah, damn, damn girl, your weave didn't get blown up. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that weave was good. She was like, oh, well, they took it off at the... Oh, wow. I was like, Let me tell oh. you, hair makes a big difference. It does. Oh, my God. It hair does. and makeup, you could totally yeah. change the... She... They Bro. pulled that wig off slowly I off her, like, and I was like, damn. Oh, wow. What's her name? Tasha. 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 Damn, Tasha. <laughs> Whoa. The braids couldn't be a little bit like, yeah, but you know, she was on out like she after that weight came off, she looked like she could she'll be okay in jail. You thought the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. So anyway, we talked about anxiety disorders basically. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're all human. Absolutely. And this is good to talk about because I know a lot of us out there are going through this. And it's not easy. And age too, menopause, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Men, I don't know. I think they have the anxiety. Yeah, they just yeah. hold it down better. They try to yeah, hold it down better. I think everybody has some sort of anxiety. And, and even the non-believers like myself, like I case, you just, you're trying to get off of work. <laughs> stop, stop. You're trying to get disability checks. You need to get a sandwich. SSI, SSI. <laughs> you know, back in the day, somebody had an a, a asthma pump, and they were like, yeah, I'm going to collect disability, SSI. They're like, really? You don't want to fucking work? You're 25 years old. Girl. No, I get anxiety, and I oh, get asthma attacks. I cannot leave my house. It's but you smoking scary. weed. How that happens? How you get the weed, though? Yeah. Oh, I call him. <laughs> the weed man. But you know, when <laughs> I went, I went this weekend to the, to the I mean, last weekend to the Oprah thing, and a lot of people that were there, surprisingly enough, actors, actresses, actresses, people that were there for like meditation, it seemed like everybody goes to therapy. Yeah. Even Oprah goes to therapy. Yeah, it's like supposed to, it's supposed to like make you stronger and like open up your mind. I just I'm not that elevated yet. Every it day takes I'm time to be a better person, but and I've tried. I've tried therapy on numerous occasions, and maybe I haven't found the right one, but. Every time I'm in there, they like. I feel like they make me want to hate my family. <laughs> but it's no. Like, but it's not. Minute? It's not one and done. You Wait gotta when minute? you find somebody, you gotta go at least a year. Give it a year. Well, okay. I did it. I did it. Uh, but do year. you really, I, or were yeah. you resistant? I even did like like hypnotherapy because <laughs> I was, you know, like a C with traumatic event, and I was like, all right, and she was like, relax, and she did the whole layback and. How about that thing and where are you and how do you feel and I did it and I was like hmm, I just I, I can't spend my life blaming it on all these things like you know no but you talk out your feelings like your mind whatever's on your mind it doesn't okay well it yeah. didn't work for me you know okay. maybe 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 when I'm older maybe when I grow up um, <laughs> when you grow up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I could be mature enough to share my feelings I just I think I come in a little jaded, like, you know, I'm not... You don't need help. I don't know if it's that I don't need help. I feel like I, I, do think <laughs> I, I know I'm whacked out of my mind. Like, I come in like, bro, I'm crazy. Don't try to give me some medicine. I'm just trying to, like, rag. Yeah, you got to go with an open mind. Because I don't want to get too crazy and, like, actually do the things I think about in my mind. Can we work that out? And then it's like, well, let's start from the beginning. I'm like, bro, I don't have time. Didn't yeah. I tell you? I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Well, they gotta let. They gotta. The it's beginning. like a doctor. You can't go in and Bro. say, "I have diabetes. It's Give me right. medication." I'll just read another book. I'll be fine. It's okay. Okay. Well, for now, you read books. Yeah. I'll still go to therapy, okay. and I'll listen a little bit more to Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, I'm on the Oprah kick now for a little bit. That's all right. I mean, yeah. she got a lot of money. That's she got a lot of money. That's what he does. I kind of like. Oh, but you got money, you could do that. But we're not gonna, you know, pe- rich people got problems too. So. This is true. 
Anyway, guys, I hope you like this episode as we pour our anxiety feeling from two different sides of the fence. Absolutely. And this is what we're here for. This is what we do. But remember, guys, what, guys whatever you do, life, life is, is short, short, so, so funk this ship. ship.